Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. It's Nature Strip out clear in the King stand by two lengths from Atlam Express. Twilight calls him behind Nizek Palatro. Salute a world-class sprinter. Around the turn of the 150, Bella Nipatina takes the lead, kicks clear, two lengths, Rothmeyer, and best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina, and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina, four lengths. Young Berta around the turn, Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki, Alligator Blood, I'm Thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear, I'm Thunderstruck late. Joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. Those were the famous words by Matty Hill. And honestly, if that call doesn't give you a raging horn, then your missus certainly won't. Speaking about two blokes who are under lock and key, Will Alford and Nick McWalter, how's our week going? It would have been better if it was TB. Golden tonsils. Golden tonsils, you reckon? It's about time you made a Twitter account for TB. I know, I should make a fan page. You keep talking it up and it hasn't happened yet. I know. Um, I'm good. Um, first exam done, but um, I've got seven days till my next one, so I've got time to do the form. So that's the most important thing. Are you coming to the races on Saturday? I'll see what I can do, probably. Pro- I don't know, 50-50. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Fair absolutely. Enough. Just turning up <laughs> often. <laughs> we'll see. Speaking about someone who isn't coming to the races this Saturday, Nick McGualter oh, no. has been torn down... No, by the squeeze. No, oh no. no! It's nothing like. It's nothing like that at all. The cheese Honestly. and kisses has got a hold <laughs> of him on Christmas Day. It's tragic scenes for the punters here. I'll be there That's in spirit, mate. You got to tell her she can have you for Christmas Day, <laughs> as in as in the twenty fifth of December, but not not Christmas Day. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Benny, you've got to give and take in relationships, and I've been all. Take, 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 and no give, give, give. Yeah. I've had a pretty good run. I've had Guinea's Day, an Everest Day, the double last week. So I didn't think it was too big of a sacrifice to give her one weekend. I think it's a That's pretty right. big sacrifice. <laughs> Personally. If she if she, if she, she thinks we're going to be at some like winery or some nice place and I'm, I'm going to have my full attention, she's absolutely kidding herself because I'll just be punching my little ass off. Yeah. 
You're going to have reception and you're going to have a TV and drink in hand. That is the three big ones. Shall we get into the races? Yep. It's a big get card of racing. Stuff. We go to Flemington we, HQ. Do we want to touch off? Do we want to touch with the uh, better thing to start with? What about about them turning? Can you just turn your notifications off, please, on your phone? Buzz, buzz. Unprofessional. Yeah. Um, better. So they've turned off Dover Legend and Loft. Hundred to have. one is gone on both. And they're into smashed. They've been smashed from hundreds to into tens. <laughs> um, I don't know. What's their? Do you know the actual figure of their liability? I don't know. Like thirty million. Thirty million. I think that's for each as On well. On both. Um, yeah, it was always going to happen sooner or later. I think, but alarm bells are sort of starting to ring. We know they've got lots of money, but. No, uh, no company has an infinite amount, and they've kind of, they reckon they might be re- reaching their limit. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll be they'll be praying one of them gets beat, or both of them get beat for that matter. Hmm. Um, well, apparently they tried uh, to apparently they tried to trade off of sports yeah, bet, and sports yeah. bet weren't taking their bets. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> the opposition. <laughs> Just watch them crash and die. You've, You've come in and you've sabotaged everyone else's business. We're not going to give you a helping hand now. Yeah, especially after especially after the big A saluted in the Cox Plate last week. All right, is that all? Yeah. Now, what's happening in a racing segment has kind of died in the ass. No one really cares about it no. anymore. It's, it's, just, all, it's all just, about just, the races. Yeah. Give the tips. Let's just get into it. Race one at Flemington on Derby Day is over the mile. It is the Group 3 Carbine Club Stakes, and it is for the three-year-olds. We've got a very interesting kind of betting war happening at the top of the market. The favourite is the son of So You Think, Pungo. Uh, He looked very, very nice winning um, his second race start. And then we've got Tijuana. He's the proven kind of three-year-old at the moment. He won the Stutt Stakes, and he also ran well in the Guineas. We know that form is strong. Then you're out to Alkington Road, the Fortune Teller and Sandpaper. Um, I won't go further than that. I think we're very, very much divided on this race one. Will, do you want to state your case first? Um, yeah, I really like Pungo. Um, not as keen as I was yesterday. Um, I sort of had a look at it again this afternoon, but um, I've still got him shorter than the market. I think I think he's a, a nice bet. He, he just profiles, hashtag profiles like a really nice horse he <laughs> he's hashtag dirty wallace setup yeah he um he, he's fastest of the race fastest of the meeting last start it was the um he he came comes through the warwick farm the exact same <laughs> what the the exact same race as espiona last year um this is a setup race for um Walla and um yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it's a good bet. He was four point seven lengths above the all average benchmark last two hundred. I know he got a soft lead, but he gets J Mac. He's going to probably lead here, and yeah, I think he's a I think he's a good bet, and I think he could go off. But yeah, I, I just wanted to be against the the exposed form. Um, I know I know it's Guinea's form, but it, but uh, I, Pungo goes pretty close to outrating these, and and he looks like he's improving pretty quickly, and um, like horses like Tuana have. Um, hit their peak third up and then um, and I think he's sort of dropping off 
dropping off away now. So I'm happy to be with Pungo on the up, and I think I'm happy to take on the exposed form. Yep, I'll go next. I am with Tijuana, the top weight. I just think he is the tried and true at the moment, and he only has to kind of run to what he's been doing to be the winner in this race. Um, he's a very, very likable horse. He'll put himself right up there on the speed from barrier two. Um, I don't know if Pungo will actually be leading here. So I think there's a fair chance that Mark Zara will be dictating to the favourite. Um, and I think there also is a fair chance that Tijuana starts favourite. We suggested him as an early bet all in, and I probably got it wrong, um, thinking that Pungo would drift a bit more than he has. But he has start, He has opened quite short. Um, it's got a good name yeah. too. Pungo Pungle. or Tijuana? Pungo. I'm not sure if I necessarily agree. But yeah, as you mentioned, the, the form out, out of the Guineas is absolutely outstanding. Golden Mile was the winner. He won again. Elliptical was in front in the spring champion all by the last meter. Osipenko, we know he's a really good horse. He arguably should have won the Guineas. And then Barkley Square, he won the Vars last week. And he's also uh, quite a short price favorite for the Derby this week. So that's good enough form for me. I think he's got it over the Fortune Teller and Elkington Road. I know they weren't that far off him, but he also has map favours again. They've drawn 11 and 12. I think it is between um, Tijuana and Pungo, but I'm happily with Tijuana on top. I could save Pungo. Well, you've both made a very good case, and I've come to the deliberation that I'm just going to back both. (laughs) All right, fair enough. Because then I can he lose. Can he lose, like... Um, Yeah, I think it's... A pretty good race in in two. They've both got their... You've got Pungo on the up, as you've stated, Bulba, and Benny Tijuana has the A1 form. Probably does deserve to be favourite. Um, but, yeah, the Dirty Wallace, Dirty Wallace setup probably has Pungo favourite. But, um, yeah, I've had a decent crack at both, and one of those two win, I'll win. Beautiful. I was listening to the Racing and Sports uh, podcast just quickly then, and... Simon Donopoulos actually has it as his bizarro that um, Pungo is this short and his line was um, just because Kermadec won the Carbine Club doesn't make this horse any faster. <laughs> and, yeah. and I kind of laughed at it. And everyone, everyone, everyone is kind of comparing Pungo to Fangirl to Kermadec to coming through. That's the only thing I'll say. No, I'm not comparing. Like, Pungo ran an 88.8 last start. And he's mm. fast improving, and he did it running through the line extremely strongly. Tuana looked all out and got everything run to suit in a and in the Corfu Guineas fourth up. He's f- fifth up here. He he ran a ninety point four there, so uh, he's not going to go any better than that, I don't think. And um, I think Pungo is going to go to a a better level of that. And yeah, I thought thought J Mac going on and and everything else I sort of said. Um, I think he's a good bet the price. One's also coming for a maiden. One's also coming for a Caulfield Guineas, where there's been subsequent form that has stood up through the roof around him. Yeah, but it wasn't a good Guineas. Like I know, like they're all racing against each other. Like, like it still wasn't a good Guineas, regardless. And and then the other horses have gone and raced other bad horses. This one could be a good one. Is what I'm saying. I can see the angle. I can see the angle, but I'm sticking with the class. We're moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to race two. It is the Lexa, Lexus Archer Stakes, um, renamed this year, obviously, after uh, Archie won the first two cups. Or was it just yeah, the first cup? No, first two. The first, first two Melbourne Cups ever. 
Um, obviously a very, very good stayer. Surefire is our $4 favourite. Allegra on the top weight, $5. He has to carry the penalty of 59 kilos. Macram, $5. We know he was very good last start. Roma Flowers has returned to form her last couple. Uh, number 10 interpretation is $9. And then Serpentine Great House and Longer the rest. Um, I think Realm of Flowers is probably the on-top selection here. I thought she was outstanding in the Metrop last start. I know that might, that performance might have flattered her a little bit, just visually, because they've gone slow. But she did have to um, make a long sustained run. She was wide without cover from a long way out. And she got her heavy track there, which she absolutely loves. And she's probably going to get that again. Um Flemington today, I think, received close to 20 mils. They weren't. They definitely weren't expecting that. So Flemington right now will will be a heavy eight. Um, it was a soft seven this morning. Would definitely be in the heavy range. Um, she absolutely laps that up. She's now fourth up. I don't think barrier 13 is too much of an issue for her. Um, and yeah, she's she's set to peak now. She'll probably go here and then go straight into the cup on Tuesday. So she goes on top for me. If I had to have a saver, I'm still deciding whether it's Surefire or Macram. Um, Allegra on this kind of looks still a bit of a BT with a 59. I think Tuesday is when they'll be really, really trying with him and he has to give these four kilos. So Surefire or Macram, if anyone can uh, turn me into a saver there, then that'd be great. Yeah, I um I liked uh, Rama Flowers, so I had her shorter than the marker. I didn't have a top pick, but... Um, I had a shorter. I had I had a five five fifty uh five forty sorry. Um, I'm taking on uh, Allegron and Macram. Um, Macram's getting pretty deep into the preparation, and he, and he's hit his peak, and he regressed off. I know he was unlucky last start, but uh, I don't know. I've got him progressing press, progressing again off that run. He's probably going to get a really nice run again on on um, Saturday, but. Uh, I was just happy to take him on. I've got him 850. Allegro and I was happy to take on again at, and um, at, at, had a 980. And Interpretation is just like the oh, worst man. horse ever. I hated Interpretation. <laughs> um, we'll back him at the ball next Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, the horse I half found was Warning. Um, oh, jeez. I had him uh, um, $17. Every single preparation, he's set to peak third up. He's he's pretty much last last three preparations. Two out of threes, he's peaked third up for that preparation. He's run above 100. He's going really well this preparation. He got back in a, a really fast run race. Um, I know he didn't go to a level that um, that uh, uh, he didn't go to that level last prep, but but he was backed like he like he was going to. He was like twelve dollars into four dollars. And and if if the 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 race started any later, he would have started just about um, three dollars. So um, the market has a good opinion of him third up, and I think they'll they'll back him again tomorrow in from forties. Um, yeah, short surefire on a heavy track is a I don't know not not, not the greatest position for him. Um, so I've got surefire four fifty, but I probably could get him a little bit longer as well. So yeah, and Chapada probably isn't the worst either. Hmm. I think they need to run top three with Chapada to get into the cup. That's what I heard. I know he needs a fast uh, a run. Race. Guys that are interested in it. Yeah, he does. Nico, yeah, are you betting? He's probably not going to get that either. Oh, I think he will. 
We don't have fast races in Australia. <laughs> Maybe. If Serpentine turns on. You... Yeah, but it is a dry track. Serpentine's going to win a race, I'm tell- I'll tell you that for At free. the ball. Surely interpretation has to click it up as well here. Interpretation's going forward. Ozzy said they're going straight. They said that last yeah, start too. Mm. Uh, well, there was a few stern words after that Geelong Cup run. They kicked him off. Malum yeah. will be going. Malum will be going to the front. Yeah, right. Uh, you can put the pen through Shawfire on a wet track. Absolutely have him. Macram is getting deep into the preparation, as you stated. Allegron looks a barrier trial. Yeah, I'm with Ralma Flowers also. I just hope she's here to play and she's not here for a little barrier trial because I think she is in the cup now. Is she? I thought. Uh, I, I don't know. She's uh, 26, I think. She, ballot number 26. I heard today she was 24th after. Yeah, okay. After the, after Dirty Durst. Yeah, but Sutton could still jump her. Chapada could jump her if he if he ran top three and she fell out the back. Yeah. Yeah, well, possibly. The, but at the moment, she. Yeah, did. the um, with this race, it's, the uh, the map's quite interesting because at the twenty five hundred meter start at Flemington, there's like a it's two hundred two hundred to three hundred meter um, uh, start before before they actually start turning. So. If you're drawn wide, you sort of have to make a decision um, where you're actually going to go. It's a bit like the Caulfield 1400 meters, so you have to make a decision before before you actually start. So, um, yeah, Realm of Flowers, the, the map could be tricky, but I think if she runs up to her her level and, and she, she races best um, off 28 days and, and fourth up is usually where she she runs close to her best. So. Um, Happy she's going times. back, but she's good enough to give him a start and still give him a beating, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Thor- I think Thornton's a key to it. Obviously, he's had six hits for three wins and a, a second. So, put it this way if she can't beat Buddy Shapard at home, she doesn't deserve to be in the cup. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Let's move on to race three. It is the Rising Fast Stakes over 1,200 metres. Quick fun fact Rising Fast is the only horse to win all three majors in the same year. Mm. Um, 9.54 yep 54 won the yep, Caulfield Cup Cox Plate and the Melbourne Cup yeah. uh, the only other horse to actually do the tri- do the treble but it wasn't in the same year was Might and Power so there's a bit of trivia for you Generation is our $3.80 favourite here um, he is starting to get a little bit frustrating with the punters but he does get James McDonald aboard Triple Missile $6 Gravina eight fifty a last start winner Jamea Ten dollars, General Bow eleven, Argentia eleven, the astrologist thirteen, and Curran fourteen. Same old sprinters. Yeah. Um, Generation is another horse I hate. I hate Generation because I keep backing him, and he he just keeps losing. <laughs> like he was completely off the map, and then he just got absolutely smashed by Aspora. Um, what about the red anchor form cons- that stood up last week with Scissor Step? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I th- he's just been he's just been run off his legs over a thousand meters, eleven hundred uh, twelve hundred meters. Sorry, at Caulfield uh, at Flemington. Um, I think he'll improve. Um, Jamac goes back on with his. That's that's where he ran his. Jamac rode him when he ran his best ever figure, and I don't know if he gets back to that. He's he's a. The market's pricing him up to to his best, I think. But but I think he he's given every chance to run to his best. I thought a horse that he's under the odds. I thought I just marginally. I probably won't back him, but but he is under the odds. Is General Bow. Um, he was really good. Under first. the odds or over the odds? Oh, over the odds. I mean, sorry. Yeah. Um, 
he was really good first up I thought I know the race was sort of run to suit but but he but he sort of he that the level that he ran to there is pretty much bang on where where he runs to most starts so um I, I didn't think he was out of play and he and he he's run well second up um in the uh, that race that um Bruckner won he ran I'm, I'm pretty much basing him off that rating there and yeah I don't know I think I think he's marginally um over the odds so I'll probably have a small saver on him if if he gets out but um I don't know if if generation gets out to five dollars I might back him but probably I'll probably just stay out of the race to be honest <laughs> fair enough back I'm in complete horses, victim I'm a complete victim <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going with digit. number six, Gravina. This is a horse that we backed last start. Um, I am a big fan of the horse. We know he's got a really good finish on him. Um, he's got a big turn of foot, and, and that really should suit the straight track. Um, I don't think he's ever gone down the Flemington Straight, so this is the first time, and he now gets uh, William Buick. So that's definitely no deterrent after losing Blake Shin. They're both world-class riders. In my opinion, they're both in the top six in the whole world. So some absolute world-class jockeys. Um, this horse last up was, what did he come? <coughs> the rating wasn't anything that good. He had the PR, but it was only a slow tempo and he got the gap, took a narrow gap. You love saying that and he was too good. Two starts back, he obviously came through that race where I wish I win one. That was a good rating race. It was 12.6 above the all-benchmark on punting form. And I think barrier eight is just about perfect for Buick. He'll have options. Um, if they're coming down the middle, it's fine. If they're going outside fence, it's fine. And the other thing this horse has been able to do uh, more recently is he's been able to take more of a midfield and forward position. He used to be a horse that got back to last and was always charging home. But he's added that little string to his bow, and I do think he can win here. I thought $9 was... A very fair price. I probably could have marked him a little bit shorter. Um, if I had to have a, have a say, I definitely could back General Burrow as well, or possibly Triple Missile. They're probably the the two other options for a second bet. Um, hard against Generation. I think Jamea Heavy Track is definitely a no. She's a talented mare, but she doesn't want it too wet. Yep, I'm following you, Gravina. With last start. No reason to jump off. Flemington first time is the only query, but you would have thought it's had a couple of spins up there being yeah. uh, trained at Flemington. So, yeah, I think it's just got superior form. Like, there's a world where you could have Gravina favourite. But two back behind I Wish I Win, Ant and Bandersnatch. Mm. That's proved to be pretty good form. Yeah, it's the grouse, I reckon. So, yeah, I thought it could be favourite. Yeah, it's probably worth mentioning the astrologist, Curran. Um, the astrologist has to carry the big weight here, 59 kilos, but he's an honest horse. And Curran is just a bit of a tease. He could win without absolutely shocking. But doesn't win. He's a bit of an enigma. He just doesn't win, does he? Old Curran. And Argentia isn't isn't the horse we all thought she might have been once upon a time. And she won't go a yard on the She's probably better anyway. fresh. Yeah. She's I think, a 2,000 metre horse racing over 1,200 metres. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're seeing the race pretty straight, which is good. Let's go to race four. It is the Wakeful Stakes over 2,000 metres. It's a group two for the three-year-old Phillies. And our top weight is favourite, Jenny Jerome, 440. As time goes by, has been well backed all in into final field. She's now $4.80. Uh, 
Pavitra 650, Sorry Dazzling 850, Zenzella 9s, Queen Air 10s and 13s and longer the rest. I had absolutely no opinion here. Um, these aren't horses I've been following at all, so you boys go nuts. No, nothing for me. Perfect. This is my sort of race. Um, 2,000 meter hateful Phillies race. Um, so I've got Jenny Jerome, $4. I think I think she deserves to be that price. And I, and I think on Betfair, she's about $5-ish. So she's probably a bet. The only query with her is she's probably going to get back. And, and um, yeah, like from the barrier, um, and the, this is a set-up race for the Oaks in, in what, four, how many days' time? Like four days' time, five days' time, whatever, on Thursday. Um, yeah, five, six. Yeah, this is uh, exact same setup as Do Sir last year, um, from the same stable and the same same colours. Um, the only really query I have is the the barrier. If it wasn't for the barrier, this would just be a moral. Um, as time goes by, I'm a, I'm a bit against. It's a, had a, uh, a a while between between runs, and I don't think that suit. Hateful horse. She's not a hateful horse. You just you just backed her in the guineas and she didn't go there. She's not a hateful horse. She's had three starts. Um, <laughs> yep, she's hateful. She can jam it. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't think. Uh. I ha- I have her eight dollars. I, I was against her. The horse that uh, two roughies that I've found. Uh. Let's be frank, baby. She's a Frankel out of a, out of a listed winning um mare that won over um, twenty four hundred meters. Um. I think she's a sharp improver. I think. She she will be forward, um, this start up to a uh, two thousand meter second second time. Um, this is the first first time in her career she's actually been uh, two weeks between runs compared to twenty eight thirty eight and twenty eight days between runs. Um, I think she's going to be a sharp improver. I've marked her single figure, so I'll be backing her. And the other horse that I thought was over the odds was um, Thinking Rain. Um, uh, she went way too fast at. Um, at Randwick last start and and it was clearly better than that and she was off 35 days there so I think she can improve and 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 um and her first ever start was her actual peak rating so um she's clearly able to go better than that the obvious query is 1400 to 2000 meters but um these aren't a good group of horses and um um you're getting a price I think it's 40 40 dollars 40 to 1 whatever um, and John Allen goes on; it'll go straight forward from barrier sixteen. I think. I think you can definitely do worse at that price. So, um, I, I was hard against um, Zen Zala. Um, I've had a look at the figures, and it's it's just like the, if if this wasn't being ridden by um, James McDonald wearing those colours and trained by Kieran Moore and Dave Eustace, these are genuinely be fifties. Huge, we love it. Looks like me and Neko will just uh, follow you in there. Let's go to race five. It is the Tablin length go stakes over 1,400 metres. It is a group two uh, open event. <clears throat> uh, our market is Old Flame, unlucky last start, gets J-Mac 460, Truath 480, Jimmy the Bear 7, Prada Jenny 7, Cinewan 10, Will Will, uh, Will Will, butter up for this horse again. We'll soon find out. Lord Vladivostok uh, 11s, Ironclad 13, uh, Crosshaven 17 and the Inferno is an interesting horse at 18. Uh, I'm going to quickly go first. I thought the mare here, Truath, was a very good bet and I've taken a bit of $6. I'm pretty happy about that price. Um, 
This horse's peak ratings come this track and trip, Flemington 1400, and she looks set to absolutely peak here, third up. Um, I thought she won just on class last start. It wasn't a high rating race at all, but she carried the 60 kilos. Uh, she was staying at 1200 meters. She clearly wants 14 now, and she was just too good, given one of the all-time great rides by Damien Lane. He sticks with the horse. Uh, no, William Buick now goes on the horse, so I'm finding a lot of Buick. Um, we lose absolutely nothing there. And, yeah, I just think some of her figures are simply better than this field. She is borderline a Group 1 mare. She did beat Mystic Journey this track and trip easily one day. And from Barrier 3, I think she's just going to absolutely PR. She probably won't lead, but she might sit in the 1-1 somewhere. There is a bit of speed around, but I think that's what she wants. She actually wants a good speed because she can burn the, the candle at both ends. Um, yeah, she's on top for me. If I had to have a saber, I think Jimmy the Bear potentially, but he has been up a while. Um, yeah, but she's she's on top. Nothing from me. Don't like this race. No, I I would have had Shirath on top if I was if I was tipping, but uh, I thought it was a little bit hard. Hopefully, for your sake, for your sake, Benny Churath runs because she's nominated for a race on Tuesday as well. If Cinnawan wins, I'll probably throw up. Cinnawan oh, is a bit of a miss. I remember him too. Surely Churath's running here. William Buick on board. Frosty's booked for Tuesday. Mm. Fair, is it, is that over fourteen hundred as well? Eighteen hundred. Eighteen. There's no way. There's no way she's going eighteen hundred. She's not she's going twelve hundred to eighteen hundred meters. That's the worst idea ever. Let me just double. Let me yeah. just double check that. Hold on. Maybe just check before you go go to the quaddy. I know what race you're talking about. That eight hundred meter race on Cup Day. I think Purple Sector won it last year. Uh, Racing.com. Tuesday. Great podcasting. <laughs> I should have just shut my fucking mouth. Yeah, let's just move on. The tab trophy, is it? Just look at the distance. Yeah, 800. 800. Yeah. All right, there you go. None She's running happens. Saturday punters. Yeah. Let's go yeah, to... the race that Pericles is in as well. Pericles. What? Really? That's strange. Yeah, anyway. weird. Okay. You've th- absolutely thrown me. Let's go to race six. It is the Coolmore Stud Stakes, 1,200 metres, That's group one, right. for the three-year-olds. Nico, shut up. You, you take your own advice and shut up. We've got In Secret is our favourite here at 360. Jack and 05, Coolangatta, 750. Buenos Noches, 8. Grand Impact, 10. Economics, 12. Best of Bordeaux, 18. Honestly, I could read out this whole market because a lot of these horses probably you could give a fair chance to, but I'm not going to. No, you couldn't. Let's start with a map. Speed on speed, best of Bordeaux, queen of the ball, dual, custodian, and grand impact. Do we think they all go forward? Economics and Cool and Gatta will also be in that front division? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Found the race. Group three, 1,400 metres, the Hong Kong Jockey Club stakes. Okay. So she has a chance to run since Tuesday then. Mm. Um, With all the other hateful mares. I think this race, I think I think it's a cracking call more. It would be really good if Giga Kick was here. Obviously, the Everest... Winner, but he's not, so it's one element less. I think the the very interesting thing will be where they come down the straight, because that'll have a big bearing on some of these barriers. 
Yeah. I think it's an easy race. I don't think it was easy. J-Max is going to get a nice little PR. Perfect run in transit. Frosty's going to just be looking, where's J-Mac? Trying to pick gaps. J-Max is going to be ready to explode. Off and gone. Up in the irons. J-Mac <laughs> back-to-back cool moors. Cummings, good old for another group one. I don't know. Hard luck stories for Jack and O. I don't know oh, where this notion being, comes from with Jack and O having to look for gaps. He's just obviously going to tag the absolute back. He's going, he's going straight back and he's just going to come around him. He's drawn barrier 16. I think that's perfect. And... We backed him at eleven dollars all in, which is obviously a great price. Six dollars was available again on on final field. I still think that's overs. I think he should be four dollars. Um, the only thing that I'm a little bit worried about if this track is in the heavy kind of eight range, I don't think he wants that. But in my opinion, he's probably the best colt in Australia. Um, he absolutely smashed aft cabin first up. Then he went straight to the Golden Rose. He beat in secret fair and square. Fair enough, that was 1,400 metres, but then he came back to the Everest and he ran a really, really good race. He had a, a little bit of a checkered passage toward the inside. And I know a lot of people are saying, how many times can he peak? How many times can he peak? But he's had the same amount of runs as in secret. It's not like he's fifth up. He's, he's still only fourth up. I know he has had a couple grand finals there and the wet track is probably some query, but for me... He has the big turn of foot in this race, and he really should suit the straight. So he's my on-top tip. I'll go. Um, obviously, I'm within secret. She's had a faultless career to date. She was a mile of beaten first up in this preparation. Um, and then she was obviously just beaten on the line by Jackano at 1,400 metres. He's trying to peak for a third up grand final. Well, his third grand final, I should say. Um, she's had four weeks between runs this is her second grand final I think she's going to map a lot better and yeah I've sort of said to myself I'm not backing these back marks anymore because it's just heartache waiting to happen it's down the straight still doesn't matter still one before still you're going to rely on a lot of luck I'm not going to need a whole heap of luck from where I'm going to be in the run and I've got the best jockey in the world on board Mm. Fair points you're making, but I just think the Everest form is the form, is it not? We saw Home Affairs come through the Everest last year. He absolutely went to a new level in the Cormor. He blitzed them. I'm not saying Jack No is at the same level as him, but I just think that's the right form. And if this horse ends up ends up saluting again at $6 when he's won first up and second up both at $6, both at each way odds, and he's at, again each way odds, I think a lot of people are going to be feeling silly with themselves. I don't think he's that much better than her. Mm. Well, the market, the market's saying she's. If 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 he is better than her at all. I think I think he's better than her, but but the the setup's just gross. He's a better horse, like, but he's a better horse over fourteen hundred meters, sixteen hundred meters. Um, so we're at twelve hundred meters here. Yeah, that, yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. Fifth Everest. Yeah, yeah, well... The checkered passage. And, and Marzu ran third, and he's a fucking squib. <laughs> All right. Um, I, what price would Marzu be here? Be favourite. can't run in the race. Be favourite. All right, I'll go. I've got I've got oh. in secret 420. I think, I think she's a deserving favourite. She, she maps well. 
I like Godolphin horses on a freshen up. Um, but she, she's longer than the market. I've got Jackano $5. Um, uh, I don't like to set up. Um, I think Jackano is a horse that um, that races better with, with three to four weeks between runs, and, and this is off two weeks, so not the greatest setup, I don't think, for him. I don't think the heavy track is the greatest setup for him either. Um, but but um, I just couldn't get him any, any shorter than... Um, I couldn't get him any any longer than um than five dollars I think, so he's probably the bet if I had to have a bet in the race. Um, Grand impacts he improved a lot last start. He's better than I thought he was. Economics had ten dollars, so he's small over the odds. Like I, the, this is a good betting race, but at the same time I probably don't want to be betting, and so much so that I've got best of Bordeaux over the odds. I've got it fourteen dollars, and then and then I've got Cool and Gatter fourteen dollars. So. Um, yeah, I, I I don't want to really bet in this race. It's a it's a good good race, but um, probably a good race at fine angles. But I just I I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to bet in the race to be honest. It's going to go one of Whoop. two ways with Best of Bordeaux, isn't it? They they went fast in the Manicato last week, and he rode the fast tempo. He was really good. I thought he was a great run, but yeah, they went really fast though. He, yeah, he'll he improve off flat. that. He could. He could. In secret, diced him up last time they met. Yeah. She did, but I've still got a still got a fourteen dollars. It's still a price. I love how Wilbur has just turned into this little robot. He doesn't <laughs> want to bet in the good races anymore. He just wants to bet in the shit races where he's got angles. There's no way I could not have a bet in the Cornwall. It's such a great race. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, Wilbur. You want to you want to bet up in the bloody need to two thousand meter hateful <laughs> mares race, and you don't want to bet in the Group One Cornwall. <laughs> Which is only worth $1.5 million. What an absolute disgrace. It's worth $10 million, I mean, $100 million per trillion dollars. Yeah, and the, and the favourite's a filly who <laughs> won't be worth that much for. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right, let's do a quaddie. Number one, Jackano is in. Yeah. Number two, Best of Bordeaux is in. Yep. I think we can risk Sajardin, Lofty Strike, yep, yep. Natuno. Yep. I want... Um, Six Buenos Noches in. Have a win on a heavy track. None. None. Um, None. That's right, Will. That's right. I'm Didn't not taking the quaddy anyway. Grand impact. He hasn't done a whole lot wrong, but surely really that's not in. the form. You reckon? Yeah, at least he's got to go in. He, who knows what his ceiling is? All right, we can have him in. Economics goes in. Will likes him. Dool, what an absolute pretender. It was five dollars all five dollars. That's disgusting. Five dollars for this race. Can I did fall victim to having him in the futures multi at start of preparation. Can we take on Cool and Gatter? As did we all. Yeah. We can take yeah, on Cool and Gatter. Um and in secret goes in as well. So fifteen. I think that might be six numbers. Yeah. Well you say That's no, correct. leave Cool and Gatter out. She's got none. Yeah, we, le- we left her. Is it in? Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't listening. Even though I, I did suggest a saver bet for her because I just knew she'd be half the price. But uh, a bit of a dirty Ben set up here, Wilbur. Tip the putters in. I don't don't think it's a good bet anymore. If it wins, he still wins. They still trumpet it though. I've built a green book. I've beaten the mar- <laughs> I've beaten the market by about forty yeah, percent. Twelve dollars, cool and gather. There you go. She's going to start about seven fifty. She'll start 50s. <laughs> Please. All right. Let's go to the day's feature. It's probably not really the feature. Yes, but it is. That's, is it? I love this is race. It yeah, it's a good race. 
the derby. It is a good derby this year. 2,500 metres, group one for the three-year-olds. Barkley Square is our favourite. I've been told it is Barkley, not Berkeley, even though it looks like Berkeley. He's $3.40, Sharp and Smart's $3.50. Mr. Maestro, he was was once the favourite in this race. He's drawn 16 and he's out to six bucks. Uh, Paris, how do you say it? Oh, Paris Lees? Um, how do you say the Godolphin horse? Pericles. Pericles, seven fifty. Muramasa fifteen, and Fajita San nineteen. Mm. Pericles is no certainty to run. Why not? It may go. It may go to the eighteen hundred meter race, oh, not the race that Chirathas go to. The actual eighteen hundred meter race. <laughs> It'd be a moral there. Um. All right. I'll start. This is my best bet of the day. Um. Berkeley Square. I think. Um. I think he. He. Barkley. Barkley. Yeah. Whatever. Berkeley. Barkley. Same shit. Um, Berkeley, Farkley. Yeah, it's by Territories, who's a um, a good um, middle distance sire out of a, an Oaks winning mare, who's already produced Senor Toba, who should have won the the Queensland. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, he was really good last start. He ran a ninety three point four there, and he ran the he hit a flat spot between the four and the two, and then and then he ran the the seventh fastest last two hundred of the meeting, and it wasn't like it was a slowly run vase. Um, he was really, really, really good there. Um, Craig Williams goes on. He draws in, draws like a perfect gate for him. He'll be three, four, four back, and like this is just a perfect setup for him. I've marked him two fifty. Um, Sharp and smarts the next best. I've marked him longer. I've got him, I've got him five dollars. Um, I think he'll improve off last start, but not a whole lot. Um, the setup's not great. He was. 10 days and then he's going to back up again 7 days um, I think he'll improve to 2500 metres but um, yeah I, James McDonald's going on going on is a is a positive as well but I'm, I'm happy to be against get against him at the price I think Berkeley Square is a much better chance and they're, they're, about, they're about equal and I've got Pericles $7 so over the odds as well I could have a small saver on it it travelled like it was just going to absolutely bolt in it was backed like it was going to as well. Um, the setup isn't great, but you know it's been trained by trained by James Cummings, who's the best trainer in Australia, and being ridden by William Buick, it'll go forward. And well, surely, surely the setup's better this start than last start. It was going fourteen hundred to two thousand and forty. Maybe that's why it peaked on the run a little bit. I don't know. Still, still not a great setup. Um, and it's still in its first preparation as well. It's just. Um, yeah, uh, and, and I had um, Muramasa over the odds as well. I've had it, uh, got it um, 15, uh, 1580. I think it'll go forward and, and put itself in the race, and, and it was good enough last start. I'm heavily, heavily, heavily against Mr. Maestro. I think it's got none. I've got it $24. Um, <laughs> it, need, it needs to improve off its form, and it's going to... Like, barrier 17 from, from this gate is just, like, the worst possible scenario. Um, I, th- I think it's got none. I'm just so... Mild man. What was that? Mild man comes in before he leaves and tells me he's back at Mr. Maestro. And he goes, make sure you tell the boys on the pod that I like Mr. Maestro. <laughs> Knowing, and I'd seen your message come through about what price. And I thought, I'll just chuck in that he wants this here. So when he re-listens to it later, <laughs> he can just, his balloon can just be popped. Tell him to just, <laughs> tell him to just pay me. Seriously. <laughs> do you have a do you have a website willbet.com yeah I'll start up a, a, my own online booking company just like everyone else bonus bets back races two and three yeah sure whatever you can have uh, hundreds Mr. Maestro he's got none I don't care 
Are you done? <laughs> yeah, go on. All right. I am with number one, Sharp and Smart. I think this is a very good horse, and he knows no other way other than to just run well. The only time he's missed the placings, he was an unlucky fourth into JJ Atkins. You could you could mount a strong case that he probably should have won that with uh, clear air. Um, he's never won by more than a length, and he's never lost by more than a length is the, the craziest statistic from his seven runs. Um, I think he is the set-up horse, along, along with Barclay Square, obviously, but his campaign has been perfect. He won first up uh, in New Zealand over 1,400 metres, came to Warwick Farm, won over 1,600 metres, and then last start, he showed great tenacity to win the spring champion in the final bounds. Um, the way he finished off there would suggest that getting up to 2,500 metres is not going to be an issue, and he's won on slow tempos, he's won on fast tempos. We love that, and... Um, we've also seen him win on a soft track and a heavy track, so that's another little uh, feather in his cap. Um, drawn barrier three, gets J-Mac. I think he's going to be very hard to hold out. Barkley Square was one of my best bets last week in the Vars, and look, I, I think he's as strong as chance as any, but I am with number one, Sharp and Smart. I could definitely save... I'm just going to be saving exactors, to be honest. So I, I really do think Sharp and Smart runs in the top two. Yep. I'm with you again. Jeez. Not looking good for you, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. joking. Well, you wanted to be against the grain the last couple of weeks, (laughs) and how's that fair for you? (laughs) Tell us why you like Sharp and Smart, Nico. I was a little angry with myself that I was against him too back when you blokes pushed me into Willemsburg. Um,. I've I always had a pretty high opinion of Sharp and Smart. Slaughter. There you go. Anyway. Um, yeah, I've always had a fairly high opinion of this horse. Um, and yeah, obviously, it was super run last week, knows he had elliptical. Uh, I was pretty flat on the line because I thought I didn't have a saver on, but I did. But it was hardly a consolation because I had a fair crack at elliptical. But... Um, yeah, I've been very uh, happy to hear the talk out of the camp. Roger declaring him. Last time he declared one, it was Saberville and the Cox Plate, as you would have said on the socials throughout Just the week. narrative. Uh, of course, it fits my narrative. It's, it's a great... It's a Can great I just narrative. say, he, he actually declared um, Saberville in the 2004 Cox Plate. The horse was $15, and he said it, the only thing beating it was bad luck. So hats off to Roger there. Yeah, and he said this thing will win the derby last week and uh, for the punters out there that aren't aware Sunday morning after he's licked the bin clean pulled up super he had a mile and a half gallop fast work barely blew out a candle they reckon he's just an opposing beast in the yard um, yeah and you get Jay back this time well this, this this start this weekend so yeah uh, I think he's a, he's a great bet and Unfortunately, the derby isn't going to be won by an Australian. Hmm. Quaddy? One sharp and smart, two Barclay Square. Five and ten, and that's it. Why do you like Muramasa but not Mr. Maestro? Just because of the map. Yeah, the map. No, No, we just have one and two. One and two, that is it. I'm happy one, two. You could throw in five, but nah. He was a bit weak. No. 
Okay. No, one and two. Let's just go one and two. Let's move on to the Tab Empire Rose. Uh, I might cry here because a lot of people know what's happened during the week. It's over 1,600 metres and it's for the fillies and mares. Quick little violin. Backed hinged at $31. She drew barrier three. I copped. 38's boosted all in. She drew barrier three. Uh, I text one of the guys from Wallet. I said, surely she's coming to Melbourne given she drew barrier three. And he goes, yep, Chris loves his barriers. She'll come. What happens? They miscount the balls. They forgot to include number 14 ping pong ball. And they do the barriers again. She draws out in 16 and now she's staying in Sydney in the Golden Eagle where she's quite frankly got none. Um, this race, she would have been the clear danger here. She opened $6 and anyway, that's enough of my sub story. The Creek, the New Zealand uh, mayor, the visitor, she's rocketed into $2.40 favourite. She's looking to split the three-year-old. Yep, we know the three-year-olds run well. She's $7.00. Nimalee, $9.50. Ice Bath, will she ever win another race? She's $13. Uh, Palisapan, $13. Kiss on all four cheeks, $17. Uh, Balplacier, $19. And Yearning, the horse who they forgot its barrier, somehow drew, draws 14 again. What are the odds? Carcass. All that for that. Mm. I think with Fangirl and Hinge out of the race, that number 14, La Creek, is close to a moral. Mm. And... I Not think, close to is. I a honestly dead set think walking moral. I think she's going to kick their heads in. Like I don't think this yeah. is just going to be like a, a win. I think she's going to destroy them by two lengths, two and a half lengths. Uh, we saw Melody Bell come out and romp home in this race a couple of years ago. Amazingly, Melody Bell paid four dollars, um, and I don't think the opposition that La Creek faces here is that much better than what Melody Bell faced three years ago um, on figures I think she does have a, a slight edge on this field and the thing is she's still improving she's come back better this prep first up she was unlucky she arguably could have won and then last start the turn of foot she showed on a very heavy track was insane she has proven that she is the best horse in New Zealand right now she comes over here James McDonald said this is his best of the day and to be honest, it's probably close to my best bet of the day as well. So, La Creek, Keane on top. I think she's going to absolutely destroy them. Everything you said, times five. I haven't been this keen in a horse in a little while. Well, I suppose Anime ran last week, so it's probably a bit of a bullshit statement. We've got nature stripping the Everest. Well, yeah, but there was always a sense of doubt with nature stripping. Why are you bringing it up? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't bring it up. Um, yeah, Le Creek, clear and utter moral here, punters. Up against not much. Yeah, I don't know. Me and Benny have seen everything similar, so when you make such a good case, I don't have to say anything else. Let's just end the potty there. Are you with us, Wilma, or are you against us? Or you don't like betting in this race, because it's a good race? Um, she's too short. Yeah, she, she's too short. Um, I I, um, I thought like her, her ratings before last start were very very consistent around the 96 range and then and then she was a um a spike figure last start and by by an inflated um margin i get if she runs that figure again she wins like it's just that simple um but like that was a very very heavy track um and she has to fly to australia and that and that win could be half fugazi so 
Um, Unbeaten third up usually improves into our preparation, like most good horses. Okay. Um, what price can I have at Woolbet? Three sixty is what I've got. The Creek. What? How much can Ben and I get on? <laughs> I've already backed it at four dollars, so I don't really care. I'm a, I'm already on it at four dollars, but I'll have another <laughs> piece of three sixty. <laughs> um. Yes, I, I've got um, ice bath as over the odds. I, um, all of her, oh. <laughs> fuck. All all of no. ice bath's peaks are on a seven day backup, and she's on a seven day backup again. She she missed the start badly and was never in it. Um, she runs well in this race every year. Um, yeah, she just needs to run up to her form. Like she, she's a mole to run second or third. Yeah, she probably is, that. and I'll probably. <laughs> do my ass but I'll, I'll sound smart enough doing it so <laughs> <laughs> well you'll get you'll get four dollars the place I'm so not just... backing at a place I'm not a pussy <laughs> well you are gonna have genuine heartbreak oh, and you're well. gonna go why didn't I either why didn't I bow up to the fave or why didn't I back at the place she doesn't win Wilbur pretty are we clear going, in her CV are we taking anything else in the quaddy Nico oh I, I'm still I'm still talking um, oh, go on. Elusive Express is 50s, and I thought she'd be, she should have been oh. half that price. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She's Will. 50s. I thought Elusive. On what planet? I would have half. Is she a bet? In this one. Uh, yearning um, would have been a bet, but she's drawn the car park, so. Um. Yeah. There are so know. many hateful horses in this race. It's not funny. Yeah, yeah. And Nimalee's yeah, yeah. not the worst either, but she's been up for a while. Even Kiku, twenty six bucks is probably yeah, I agree a little that. bit of a big price. Yeah. She she does have talent, but yeah. Nico, just just, no, as Mood 14, says, it's fourteen, 14. or a pineapple. So we're going fourteen, one out in the quaddy or what? Yeah. I don't have it She's not getting beat. Okay. Beautiful. Let's go to race nine to round out the program. It is the Furphy Sprint over 1,100 metres. It is a group three event. Number two, as four up, she's the favourite. She goes up 53 kilos to 58. Uh, can she handle that? Probably won't be an issue. Three, Zapateo, 650. Juan Diva, $9. I think it won at Flemington. Or oh, maybe it didn't. Ran fourth. It might have been... Uh, in another race last year. Might have actually been this race. Uh, number seven, Written Beauty. Number eight, Najmati, 11s and 14s. Isotope, 15s. And then longer the rest, uh, a very fine red last up winner. Lobs there at $19. I'll quickly go first. I think the favourite is a deserving favourite for sure, as for her. And potentially, I, could, I still want to try and get her a winner on the day, possibly by making her the last league of a multi but I've taken $8 for number 3 Zapateo just because I just simply think it is overs this horse SP'd $1.85 last start on a soft 5 it was a, a kind of a, a crawl of a tempo and I don't know I just don't think that was her race she gets back onto what is going to be potentially a heavy 8 soft 7 at the very best and she is just an absolute swimmer um, she's drawn the right side of the straight. Uh, as Fora draws two, she draws 17. Potentially, that could be an advantage, especially late in the day. She gets William Buick aboard. Um, she is fifth up now, so 
potentially she could be coming to the end of her prep, but I'm going to back her for one more. Uh, I think she's over the odds. We know she has a damaging turn of foot. She actually started shorter than this price um, against Eduardo over 1,000 metres. She started $6 there. So the fact that she we can get $8 about her here, um, she's won twice this prep, both impressive wins, and we know she'll be very, very strong late. That's that's me. Everything you've said, rinse and repeat. <laughs> you going to contribute here? Well, I don't have to say anything else when you've already said it. Yeah, fair point. All right. Um, so be prepared, punters, because me and Nick... Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, we've already discussed this, and and Nick completely disagrees with me, but I found Isotope. Um, I, I said on a review podcast a while back that um, if you get get this horse um, back in a Phillies and Mares grade on a decent track it probably won't probably won't be decent but it'll be soft six-ish probably hopefully i don't know anyway she'd be lucky to win a race at fucking newcastle (laughs) punters listen to this three starts ago this horse finished fourth behind alligator blood uh what was the other one um private eye private eye and then rothfire third and she was running to fourth she's now at first up, 77 days first up, she started $6 to beat Chain of Lightning, Passive Aggressive, and all the other horses. Second up, she was run off her feet. And third up now, she's... She, who's she racing? Who is she racing? She's running... Let me tell you something. Wilma, Wilma, I'll tell you something. <laughs> Go for it. One day, one day Shelby 66... Nelly beat Eduardo and did beat Nature Strip. Yeah, but that that wasn't even Look a peak figure. Down. He's a fucking myth. She she's run like eight different times and run better than that figure she ran in the Stradbroke. She's no good. Like she ten ten different times she's run a better figure than that. She's race. a pretender. She's a pretender. Don't do it. She's fifteen dollars. She ran fourth yep, to. Well, she should she should be a, she should be hundred and fifty to one. <laughs> oh my god! How is she fifteen dollars? All right, let's. We're gonna do, we're gonna do something here. If you're gonna back her and she gets beat, unplaced, you're you've gonna do you've gonna do a dare. She, she's fifteen dollars. <laughs> That's not fair. She's still fifteen dollars. Like I'm saying, Doesn't she's matter. a good fifteen dollar chance. Asfora is obviously the horse to beat. She Asfora is three sixty. She she won't run a place. She won't run a place. Lay the place then. Yeah, well, you reckon she's going to run a place and there's a chance of winning. We're having a, we're having a wager. <laughs> How is she? Dinner. I just don't understand. We'll have dinner on it. All right, fair enough. We'll have dinner. All right, done. Uh, done. That's not. That's still not fair odds, but sure. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't understand how she, how she's fifteen dollars. Like, what what's in the market above her? Um, the winner horses. Yeah, she's a camel. Najmadi. Written Beauty. Yeah, good horse. Good, good horse. Diva. Written Beauty. Good chance. Like, seriously. Wine Diva is a better horse than... Fun. Rose Quartz is the same price as Isotope. Like... Yeah. Oh. Shows you how good she's going, Wilbur. <laughs> Three starts ago. Couple of, couple of squibs. All right. And, and the, the other horse... Um, there's a horse at 100 that I half thought was... <laughs> A chance was um. You've already you've already you've already said awesome. <laughs> Sarah Des. <laughs> Sarah Des, I thought was not the worst chance in the world. 
She'll only be the isotope, man. All right. She is a big price. She's a hundred to one. No, she's not. She's not going great this prep. Yeah, she's had excuses. Fair enough. You love the excuse book for these fucking bears, don't you? Well, you're never going to win if you don't find excuses for horses. Just put the pen through them and just cry when they win. Yeah, sorry. No, these, no, these win. No, they're all nonies. <laughs> all right, Nico, Quaddy. Two as fourer. Three Zapatea. Written Beauty. Could go in there. Oh, heavy track. Numb. I don't care. We can just go two and three because I think it's a little two horse war to be fair. I want number nine in. Who's nine? A very fine red at $19. What about about Varen Scova? This is another one of J-Max tips. She's had a yeah, game, has. son, hasn't she? She, she won a benchmark boast. 70. Yeah. Didn't run too bad. She likes the straight Soft track. Straight. Soft track. Not for me. Oh, yeah, no, we don't have it there. I want a very fine red in. She, she ran Zapata yeah. to a length one yeah. day, so just those three. Yeah, good little horse, a very fine red. Julie saluted for the punters last time we tipped that one. Six dollars, thank you. Absolutely, take to the bank. Let's go to Rosewood well, well, Gardens. <laughs> Rosewood Gardens for the time-honoured Golden Bird. <laughs> time-honoured. <laughs> um, what's doing at Rosehill in terms of the rail? I think it is a. I think it might be back to a soft six at the moment. For- for a feature race day, this has been an absolute hit, hasn't it? We've got one, two, three, four. We've got five benchmark 78s oh, this and is a, a benchmark 68. Card. This is an absolute shocking card. But anyway, we've just got to deal with it. The rail is in the true position. It's a soft six at the moment. Um, so rail true in both states. We love to see that. My first bet comes up in race... What is it? Race three, Waterford. Um Look, no spoil at the price now. The, the $2.50 has been taken, but... Even money. He well, does yeah. look a very talented horse. Um, didn't have the greatest of luck last start in the Silver Eagle. That's obviously far inferior form to this. Drops back to benchmark 78 level. Uh, gets Tommy Berry and has the 60 kilos. I actually think he's actually quite well-weighted. Um, his two wins prior to that were awesome. He beat Mahogany... Mahogany, I think, has went won twice since that, and then he absolutely belted Tamerlane. Um, so he looks the lock of the day early at Rosehill. No, the top weight Lock Eagle definitely has some talent, but he's got to carry an extra kilo. He has Dylan Gibbons, and I just don't think he's quite as dynamic um, as the favourite. So I'm with Waterford number four. Maybe a little same race multi. Lock Eagle top three. Yeah. Could do. Or four, even. Could do, could do. Any other bets up until the Nature Strip stakes? Race seven. Uh, let me just check that I don't have anything. What was dozing out, Sydney Forb? Race six, another hateful race for the Waller horses. Um, Stockman goes back to 2,000 metres, but he's drawn out. It's a little bit of an ugly BC setup. for Cup Day. Yeah, it does look just a BT. I don't think I'll be getting involved there. But let's go to the winner's stakes. Now the Nature Strip stakes, obviously, after last year's Everest winner. Next year it's going to be the Giga Kick stakes. That sounds a bit gross. The Taiwan Giga Kick stakes next year. 
Absolutely. <laughs> the Everest winner that never got to run in the race is number seven, lost and running. He's $2.60. Marzu, $4.20. Private Eye, 5 Number one, Eduardo, seven fifty. Mars Crusader, ten again. We own a smart one, eighteen. Rocketing by thirty-one. Brutality, twenty-six out to sixty-one. When the market percentage came down, um, I think if lost and running, I think that little skin irritation he had should be fine. Yes, he was. I think he was taking some antibiotics for it. So there is always a little bit of a question mark at the back of your head, but. He's probably going to get his soft five track. It might even get to a good four. I think it's 25 degrees and sunny um, on Saturday in Sydney. And I think he is the second best sprinter in Australia. And I think he maps absolutely perfect here. He's going to be two back, one off the fence, maybe three back, one off the fence. He's going to get the absolute gun run with Hugh Bowman aboard from barrier five. And I think 1,300 metres is honestly his best distance i think the 13 to 1400 meter range is that's that's absolutely him and i think he would have beaten him in the everest the way the race panned out it's it's always hard to know but i think he's a good bet private eye he'll get too far back hopefully from barrier 12 at rose hill marzu he needs a wet track to be beating lost and running eduardo Meow. is he still with us eduardo after the last start and mars crusader i don't know if he's a rose hill horse he's just He's a myth. He is a bit of a myth. So, lost and running, he's the obvious, but he's on top. It's nearly a bet until it hurts here, is he? Oof. How's he get beat? Lost and running. Yeah, I'm keen. He would have won the Everest. That's it. I wish he ran, because I wouldn't have lost. I'll tell you that for free. Agreed. Perfect Agreed. situation here. Lost the running pisses in and Wado runs last. Retire the stupid yellow <laughs> squid. <laughs> you did well. You did well to change the choice there. of words there. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to race eight. It is the 4X Gold, Golden Eagle, over 1,500 metres. Light Infantry, it's a horse we're very keen on. He's rocketed into $3.50. He's pushed Chain of Lightning out to six fifty in the Congo 10. I wish I win has been the big drifter. Now to eleven, hinge thirteen dollars. She drawn nineteen. Gross. Mister Mozart sixteen. Gypsy got us seventeen and Valana eighteen. This light infantry has to be like he's one of the better horses to come to Australia in the last few years. Definitely on ratings. He he ran a one hundred five point seven last start in France. To put that into perspective, punters. Animo ran a 105.8. Um, so he ran a Cox Plate competitive figure. He would have been right in the finish in a Cox Plate if he... You know, there's a lot of water that goes under the bridge there. But this horse, Kieran Ma said it himself, if the Golden Eagle wasn't worth $10 million, if it was only 5 then they probably would have come to a Cox Plate instead. The other horse that contemplated a Cox Plate was last week, my Oberon for Annabelle Nation. And look what that horse did. These overseas stays are just better. Yes, this is a this is a field of twenty, so he still needs luck at a key stage. But I'm very keen on his chances. Um, we took six dollars on final field. <laughs> he's now three fifty, and we took a bit of four fifty as well. So um, he's only going to shorten. He'll start with a two in front, I reckon. Maybe big field, but he looks the one. Big field, big difference in ability. He's got paddles on him. 
just to put it in perspective, punters, this Kieran has said this is a horse that's top three in his stable and was originally bought for a Cox Plate. So he's coming to run here, win and run and run and win, hopefully. Then he's going to Ascot for two runs, uh, and then he's back for a Cox Plate tilt. Just next year. Just quickly, who are the other two horses that are in Kieran's top three? Hatotsu has to be one. He did name the three, but but let's Hitotsu just let's just say Hatotsu, Light Infantry, and who would be the other one? Balin Patina. After yeah, last true. weekend. No, that's honestly that's honestly probably true. I was about to say Bella. Greece. <laughs> yes, shut up. <laughs> this time next year Greece will be in the top three. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Will give I us suppose. something. You you've actually taken an early bet, haven't you? Me. Didn't you didn't you back light infantry? No. No. You said it was over the odds when, when it was four fifty. No, I didn't bet. No, I'm not I'm not betting. Fair enough. Of course. Of course you're not betting. Too cool for Sydney. I am. A little pretender. You're, you're not, not you're not PBL, son, put it that way. You don't wanna you don't wanna back some little bloody pretentious fifteen to one shot that's got more convictions than bloody <laughs> Ned Kelly. Ned Kelly. <laughs> Moral. Alright, is there any is there any other bets around the country? <laughs> Baby caviar's going around tomorrow in Moody Valley, race two. She was, she was going to be my Friday fill-up selection. Go on then, tell us why. I've, I've cut your grass enough tonight. Uh, barrier one, baby cav, just like mum, straight to the front, all over. Where she goes, nose roll on. Nose roll on, bed up, then you can put up your own nose, butters. <laughs> I thought Wasaka tomorrow in race seven would be hard to beat. Uh, he was really good returning. Uh, he was off an eight-week freshen up, first up over the mile, and ran second to Mr. Me, who was the leader who obviously loves wet tracks, and he was heavily backed. Uh, getting out to 2,040 metres, that's positive. The only horse he has to defeat here is Cool, who has definitely has his convictions. Cool. <laughs> uh, well, Cool really... He's got, more, he's got more convictions than us, though. Kulth should be kicking their absolute heads in. It's a benchmark 70, but I don't think it matters what race he's in. He just Kulth is the worst horse ever. <laughs> oh. Oh. The funny thing is he's actually bumped into some actual proper horses. Like He got beaten by floating artists this time last year. <laughs> he ran third, ran fourth in a Melbourne Cup. Uh, um, and... Yeah, so I'm with Wasaka there. I think it's a good bet around the 440 mark. And then Rose, Rose Tycoon in the last. We took a bit of 10 bucks. There's going to be some good deductions coming out of that with the uh, the favourite and some of the emergencies coming out. But I think that's also a good bet. She was uh, unlucky last start over 1,000. Gets to 1,200 metres. Keeps Ollie. Draws out. And the Valley has been playing fair. So she'll get her chance. <sighs> All right, done. All right, let's quickly do the questions. And then we'll wrap up and move on. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? All right, let's get into the questions. The first one is from Skipper. Um, This is obviously Josh Ryan. Has light infantry traveled before? Has it had success overseas? Uh, It's a UK horse that raced in France, I'd say so. 
Yeah, the answer yeah, is yes. Struggled. Obviously, in Europe, they don't have different. to move that far because, yeah, they only have to... It's only a car ride to, to go from country to country. Um, but yes, this horse has travelled and he's done fine with it. I think Kieran was saying it's only lost 10 kilos and it put half of that back on within the first couple of days and they usually lose about 25 on the plane. So mm. that's positive He said it's signs. the best, best travelled horse that he's had. Yeah. Yeah, so all the signs are positive. I think the only the only little niggle is the little man sitting on top who I don't think he's I don't think he's ridden Rose Hill much and his ride on Gold Trip wasn't the greatest in the Cox Plate. Mm, it was James definitely Spencer. not the best. No, it wasn't a good ride. So, but to a certain extent, you'd nearly half rather him on here because he's ridden the horse before. So I don't know if the horse got any quirks, but potentially, I'd still rather Hugh Bowman he knows on. the horse. I'd still rather Hugh Bowman on. But Has Jamie Spencer got any other rides? I haven't looked through the, the foil guide. Don't know. Don't know. Surely Kieran's this thrown him a bone so he can have a spin around. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, next question. This is from your mate Wilbur Seb Antonio, good man. <laughs> Haven't followed international racing for long at all. Um, from what I have seen this year, um, I think it's just about Dottori copying a lot of hate, like is he a dud? Yeah, he is. Oh, I'm he's joking. not. I'm <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Surely this has gone too far, this narrative about <laughs> Frankie Dottori being a bad jockey. Yeah. Like people, people actually think he's a bad jockey. How old is he? 52 or something? You've got to start he's getting fi- average eventually. He's ridden like he's ridden like over 70 Group 1 winners and like proper Group 1s. Like gold cups. It's more than that, isn't it? How, how much is it? I'll look it up. I um, don't have as many Group 1s, obviously. Yeah, we have... We give them out for free. Yeah. Animo's going to win five group ones in five weeks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, he won um, He won all seven races one day at, at Royal Ascot one day. So that's yeah. just insane. Yeah. Hack. Absolute hack. <laughs> super. He's a fucking superstar. What sort of comment is that? Yeah. I think Seb's taking the piss. Well, I hope he is. <laughs> Are you going to get us up his group on winners or not? What? Oh, can't find it. Doesn't matter. Okay, don't worry about can't it. Can't find it. Don't worry about it. Uh, Lucas Wilco says, is Buenos Noches slide overs at eights considering no. that giga kick form from last start? I think I think it's around the right price. I think he could be... He could start $7, but we'll soon see. I Just this notion about comparing... Him to Giga Kick just because Giga Kick won the Everest is simply wrong. Um, just because Giga, Giga Kick did Kick, it doesn't mean he will. Yeah, Giga Kick went to the Everest, obviously a faster tempo around a bend. I think Giga Kick is better suited around a bend, and he obviously exploded. What did he run? A one one hundred five point five something 105.5. in the one hundred five point five, which is lengths better than his. Um, his race against Buenos Noches, so it doesn't mean at all that he's going to elevate. Yeah. But I do think he's drawn the right side of the track. He'll make his run with Jackano, and he'll be somewhere in the finish. I marked him sixteen dollars. There you go. Wilbur is going broke faster than Bedar with these prices if he actually opens business. Yeah. Well, you've got to be aggressive sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, that's all I had for questions. Anyone else had any other questions? That's no, none from me. 
Sweet as. All right. Let's wrap up the pod there. Uh, The pod has been sponsored by Where the Punt. Um, Oh, I just remembered. We didn't do our best bet multi. I always remember in the last 10 seconds. Mine's Berkeley Square. So this best bet multi is brought to you by Where the Punt. Go and check out uh, Willie Barbs' merch. Hats, caps, T-shirts, stubby holders, ties, stubby holders, the lot. James McDonald has an animo stubby holder from Where the Punt, so there you go, punters. If it's good enough for J-Mac, it's good enough for you. <laughs> Barkley Square is leg one of the quaddy. Nico, your leg is? La Morel. La Creek. La Creek. And my leg is? Alan R, surely. Lost in oh, light infantry. Lost in running. No, nah, we'll go. We'll go. Lost in running. He does. I thought he would have won the Everest if he was in the race, and now he's running against all those horses, bar Nature Strip and Giga Kick. So he goes on top. Lost in running. There's your three leg multi. Uh, suggest suggest a combo with uh, instead of Berkeley Square, you can put in Sharp and Smart, who Benny and I are keen on, and can you lose? <laughs> well, the good thing is. At least if we have a, a good bet going for Sharp and Smart, if Barkley Square wins, then we'll have La Creek going and then we can win either way. So I'm not I'm not mad about that at all. It's another another multi going into La Creek for you, Ben. You've already got yeah, twenty thousand. I've got about a hundred. <laughs> hey, but they're all around the four dollar three and three dollar sixty mark for her, so mm. hashtag value. La Creek's gonna buy La Island for racing previews. Cheers. All right, let's sign off there. Derby Day, we know it's one of the great days on the racing calendar. Get your black and whites, get out to HQ, and we'll see you there soon.